It's something funny. Stay down, freak! You are listening to Movie Sucktastic. Welcome, Welcome everybody, everybody to Movies Fantastic Oscar, Oscar episode, episode 4 as, as we, we count, count down, down the, the Oscar nominees for the Academy, Academy Awards 2020. 2020. This is uh, which uh, hmm, episode 318. This is Oscar film number 4 Ford vs. Ferrari, Parasite, and now Joker, which is this, this right. episode. Now, I saw this film uh, probably a couple of months ago uh, at this point. And okay, okay. Go ahead. I was like, you, you saw, saw this, this film, film a couple, couple months ago when everybody, everybody else I know saw it. Saw it. And, and for the for past, past two months, months you, you, everybody else, has been, has been yelling, yelling at me to watch, watch it. <laughs> well, I mean, I finally got around to it. You, you should have should have watched it a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I know. I know. I, you are right. right. But um, now this is directed by Todd Phillips, who is the yes, same yes. guy that directed the Hangover films. Right. right. Now. The, the, and the reason why I didn't have an issue with Todd Phillips doing it, and, and you know what, it's a DC film. Um, it uses the old Warner Brothers logo from the '80s, which I like because the film takes place mm-hmm. in 1983. So when the film opens up, you see that really cool, like Dirty Harry. Like the first thing I think of when I see that logo is always Dirty Harry, because Dirty Harry used that old school Warner Brothers logo. Joey. Um, yeah. Joey, Joey. What? Oh, sorry. Thanks, there you Joe. go. It's better. I fixed it. Thank you. All three episodes. <laughs> I'm letting <laughs> everyone know I fixed it. I fixed it. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. So, uh, it's directed by Todd Phillips. And if you watch those Hangover films, yeah, they're comedies, but they're they're very well directed. You know, uh, there's a lot of shit 
talk going on about the Joker. This is one of those love it and hate it, love it or hate it films. Although yes, it I don't is. understand the hate it side. I don't either. Um, but, but um, the the shit that Todd Phillips got for this film and still getting for this film is, I think, is based solely on two main points, which is one, he directed the Hangover films and wrote two of them. Right. And, yeah. And the fact that he came out and said that thing about. Oh, well, I'm making films now because you can't you can't do comedy anymore. That was 50% to sell the fucking film and 50% true to an extent. It is when you consider that he's in the screenwriting uh field or in directing field and James Gunn got shit canned from Guardians of the Galaxy because of a Twitter joke 10 years ago that somebody yep. dug up and complained about and that was enough to get fired. So he might have been a little valid in his annoyance at that. Sure. No, uh, I, 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 I agree. Yeah. I just feel like those two things is what the what most of the pushback is on. And I've heard like, oh, he's trying to be a Scorsese film. Says, you know what? Scorsese is not the only person to film something in a shitty New York looking place. Ex- yeah. Relax. Yeah. There's uh, there's a lot of comparisons to Taxi Driver in this movie. Oh, Oh, I mean, Taxi Driver and what? Bad Lieutenant? No, not Bad Lieutenant. No, no, another Scorsese film. Oh, is it? Um, oh shit! Uh, mean Streets. King of Comedy. Oh fuck yes! How, how did yes. I not even there fucking? Are, there are some strong parallels. Yeah, and the fact that De Niro is in both of them. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what I love about the the comparison to Taxi Driver? is that I feel like a lot of the response to this film is just like Scorsese's response to uh, Taxi Driver. And what I mean is a lot of people are coming out saying, oh, you can't, you, you know, this film glorifies violence and this, oh, we're going to have incel white nationalists, you know, rioting now because of this film and because, uh, and oh, yeah, oh, this is going to people excuse to do crimes. It's like, you know, you're not understanding the film. <laughs> And the and yeah, people are actually embracing the Joker character in this film. But it's the same reason as Scorsese when he released uh, Taxi Driver, when he watched, when he like was there for opening night and paid attention to the audiences, he couldn't understand why the audiences were cheering for Travis Bickle. Uh, yeah. He, he he was like, this is the, he said he said he's like this is the bad guy. I spent two hours t- explaining this is the bad guy to you. Why is everybody cheering during a gun? You know, it's like this is not the hero. And, and even the tagline of that film, there's one in every city. People are like, yeah, there's one in every city. He's like, that's not what I fucking meant. <laughs> and, and that's the same response Joker's getting because people just can't wrap their heads around the idea that you can be empathetic or even sympathetic to a um, a negative character, a bad guy. Right. Now, I mean, law-abiding citizen, on the other hand, dot, dot, dot. <sighs> No, we're not getting into, into that. No, but. why would you do that? Why you gotta, we're talking about a good movie here. Let's just keep it on the, yeah, keep well, it on the road. No, we're talking about rooting for the bad guy, and it's like right. law-abiding citizen breaks that rule, and then they fuck you at the end. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, so Todd Phillips actually, uh, as far as Oscar nominations goes, uh, Joker has quite a few. Um, Eleven. Yeah, it leads, actually, all films. Yeah. Has the most nominations. 
and that's pissing off a lot of people. I'm so happy that it is. I mean, I'm so oh, happy. Yeah. I'm so happy that it is. Oh, um, yes, it's up for. I'll rattle it down if you want. Yeah. Well, unless it's we want to, unless we want to talk about it a li- in a few minutes and talk about what it could potentially win or not win. Oh wait. All right. Yeah. Let's, let's just wait a few minutes. Let's go uh, sure. on with the plot. I mean, now, now it's an origin story, and uh, with that, it does not. It is even though it is a comic book film, it does not feel. I mean, it, it does in some respects because it is a comic book film. Uh, it's a DC movie, but it it is more. It's not all superhero-y. Yeah, it is. It is not. There are parts that feel a little bit like that, but in part, the entire film is it's it's a real film um it's it's a film that scorsese couldn't argue about uh, his comic book marvel superhero film uh rant that he made very recently and, and gotten a uh, not in trouble but he got a lot of backlash for it when he was promoting the irishman and again, uh, a, f- a film like this yeah i know a film like this scorsese would not have that argument for i i think he would admit to that because this film has real film qualities to it. Not that I'm saying that comic book films don't, but this film goes in a completely darker and different direction. It's rated R, which Todd Phillips had to fight Warner Brothers to get. And I think it's the highest grossing uh, technically comic book film that's rated R ever. I think it made over a billion dollars worldwide. I mean, like, a resounding success. There was... It, they, they, they're saying there isn't going to be any sequels to this. They're saying that Joaquin Phoenix probably isn't going to reprise his role as Joker in any future Batman films or anything like that. Although, he may. Uh, because what are they going to do? Get Jared Leto? They're not going <laughs> to do that. that I that didn't Joker, think Jared Leto was bad. Stop it. The fucking grill. Give me... Stop. I can't. It was, it was, a, it was an alternate version of the Joker. Everybody calm down a bit. I'm not. I'm not there for. I'm not. I'm sorry. I. I would love to see this Joker, in, uh, Matt Reeves, like detective Batman films, because this Joker would fit in that because of the the, the directing, writing, style that Matt Reeves has. This Joker would be a perfect fit. So I, I would you not doubt in 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 a couple of films, maybe the next Batman film after the one that Reeves is doing now. This Joker appears. Wouldn't I don't it. know. I don't know what which superhero film gripe I find more ridiculous. The I you broke up. Nobody heard anything. Fuck. <laughs> As I was saying, I can't decide which superhero film complaint is less interesting. You said the, more ridiculous. Uh, I don't know if you wanted to fix what? that. You said what? more ridiculous. We did hear that part. I'm sorry. I don't know if I didn't know how accurate you wanted to be. We did hear I'm, you say more ridiculous. I'm not sure which superhero <laughs> nitpicking I find more ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> ready for this? I'm ready. The, the Joker's grill or Superman's mustache? People that want to complain about something are going to find something to complain about. But, I mean, what are we talking about Superman's mustache? Are we talking about before he actually became Superman in the first film? 
or no, that they CGI'd it out. Batman versus Superman, where it was CGI'd out. Everybody's acting like, oh, it's so obvious. Like, well, that was Justice League, but yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, t- I'm telling you, if I didn't hear people complaining about it for a month, I never would have noticed. No, well, that's. I'm sorry that your eyesight is that bad, because there's Stop. no fucking Stop. way. There is no Stop. fucking way you could not have no. noticed something was wrong with that piss like, poor CGI job that they did. It's like mass hysteria. It's mass hysteria. It's what it is. It's a for, it's a form of group psychology. No, it's no. just sad. There, there's no fucking way. As a matter of fact, the, the, this they spent like an extra thirty million to CGI out the beard. It just, it looked so fucking bad. I mean, it, it was, it looked unnatural. It looked rushed. It didn't look right. So, had no one said anything to me at all, I would have noticed it anyway. Yes. Now, now I liked right. Justice League. I liked it quite a bit, but it is a valid complaint. And apparently um, there is a uh, Zack Snyder director's cut out there that's like two hours and 40 minutes that doesn't have any of that CGI shit because it was his cut before Whedon came in and did a ton of reshoots. It's like a work print, yeah. So, and Schneider, he tweeted out a picture of the film reels saying, yeah, it exists. Like, I'm paraphrasing, but he pretty much said, yeah, the director's cut exists. It's right here. So, they're calling for this director's cut because apparently it's supposed to be vastly different from the Whedon cut. The Whedon mm-hmm. cut is more lighthearted and comical, whereas Zack Snyder's style is dark and brooding. So, I'm interested to see this two-hour and 42-minute cut, apparently, that exists i would love to see it definitely so but anyway um the the joker the joker film what what you do what you delve down into is a mentally ill person who realizes at some point that they are mentally ill and you see that that mental destruction uh no what i i think i i I really think you're simplifying it there. I, I got to correct you on this. I'm sorry. All right. Let's see uh, what you got. It, it It's not. And, and the problem with that is that feeds into the arguments. One of the many arguments against this film. Uh, one of them specifically is people saying, oh, it's just it's demonizing mental illness. And it's not. And what your it's description. Not, that's not what I'm would saying. Actually, well, no. All right. But what I'm saying is he doesn't just dis- he doesn't discover he's mentally ill. He knows he has a mental illness. What, what he discovers is a new world view that helps him get that helps him get out of uh like a self-medication kind of thing he finds a new way to live a new philosophy it's not just a mental illness no well, no i mean and it's not exactly everywhere i was going with what i was saying what i was saying is from I, beginning I know, to but end the way you were i'm saying the way you were saying it it came off one way i just wanted to delve a bit deeper on that just just because fine. this film is so layered it has so many people sniping in different aspects of it i just wanted to make sure that was clear i apologize okay, no that's quite all right uh but from beginning to end you see uh basically the destruction of his mental illness getting worse and worse and worse until he gets to the what you're saying where he comes to terms with it and he's basically comfortable with it and he knows what he's going to do with it and and how he's going to act and uh what he's going to do going forward but it's not just the mental illness it's it's a bunch of factors like if it was just the mental illness by itself 
go out the same way or it would be demonizing mental illness it's it's right. the mental illness on top of uh an abusive childhood and then being raised by uh, a mentally ill woman uh and, and on top of that suffering from from uh like depressions i mean that's part of the mental illness but that kind of stuff leading into just the fact that this guy had the worst fucking luck oh yeah was- everything went wrong for this guy and partly because of his mental illness not being accepted by people and that's a, that's a uh, a stigma that people have to live with and, and it's i think it's portrayed positively showing how it's a bad thing the way people treat mental ill mentally ill people but it's also like the universe was pushing this poor fuck it's like the story of job it's just like <laughs> yeah. everything that could go wrong did go wrong yeah and uh i mean there's a scene in the opening of the film where he's talking to uh, a psychologist, a psychologist that's provided to him by mm-hmm. the city, which they're drying up the funds uh, for that and his medication. And he essentially uh-huh. asks her, well, what now? How am I going to get my medication? How are we going to continue these visits? And she basically tells him that they're not. And now he has to figure out what he's going to do as far as not getting his medication, not being able to talk to someone for uh, uh for his issues and because the city is you know it's a shithole and they're drying up all those funds for whatever reason right. probably and, uh, and on top of tr- having trouble dealing with people uh eye to eye on top of also getting have, having trouble at work uh have you know being uh not in a relationship being awkward with people so you can't even do that kind of thing so that just draws you deeper into psychosis and when things right. start going more and more wrong illness in the family uh and then like finding out that your your life's been built on a lie on top of that it's just this is the kind of thing that would erode <coughs> healthy stable people right and it and, happens to this and, he, but and then, he's also oh go ahead well i say like just how one thing that I, I think is a part of his transformation where he starts going towards the darkness, I guess you could say, if you want to label it like that, um, beyond the fact that he actually feels better doing the dark things. But on top of that, there's this thing where if you watch every time he tries to do something good and right in the first half of the film, it just always fucking is it's either couple through his mental illness or other problems or it's kiboshes by fucking fate but once he once he starts embracing the darkness things start falling in place for him like all of a sudden he's getting asked to go he's you know the the call from the talk show and then there's like all of a sudden um like there's that one sequence where he's running right near the end Mm -hmm. and just like things fall into place like doors open doors close you know crowds move it's like the city is helping him prince of gotham it really has that yeah it's like gotham like is embracing the madness itself yeah and uh they you know what's interesting too he's also a failed comedian and he he, he initially oh, I think he, I, he hey he headlined on a talk show or no he didn't headline he was a second guest but he was on a talk show i think he succeeded as a comedian <laughs> they they show him failing as a comedian uh, uh building up through the the movie and he has yeah. a notebook and the psychologist asks to see it, and you see him as he's flipping through pages, and you just get like glimpses of what's in there, and it like flashbacks to like seven almost. <laughs> like there's pictures of like half naked ladies uh, in uh, compromising positions, and yeah, yeah, 
Uh, and of course, uh, his fascination or stalking of, of his one neighbor uh, in the building. Um, Which it, was done brilliant, brilliantly, I thought. Oh, I think so. I mean, I, 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 saw, it, I saw it coming. Point. I saw it coming, but I didn't mind. I wasn't 100% sure it was real until it was like just before. Or yeah. that what I thought was actually happening was what I mean by real. Yeah. My my I I wasn't a hundred percent sure that my guess was correct, and then like just before it was revealed, it's like, oh yeah, no, I'm right. <laughs> but I see, I I got so excited about halfway through, I started jumping up and down, uh, which is weird. But I was like, Jack, Jack, I figured out why everyone hates this film, and they're all fucking wrong. And it's just <laughs> the fact that that whole perfect storm I just described. This film isn't promoting, uh, like there's a whole subplot that actually plays into everything where he uh. One of the things that Joker does uh, is a proportion into something else, and that feeds on things that are happening to... I'm I'm being vague on purpose because I don't want to ruin it since this is a really great film. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I... I, Well, I don't know if you're saying something now, but your your video's been paused for like eight seconds. Actually, I just got a new thing that popped up talking about just how poor your connection is. Almost as like someone just signed in to watch something or... <laughs> your video is all over the place, dude. <laughs> You're going from widescreen to full screen uh, to even bigger full screen and a sign that comes up that just keeps saying poor connection. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just forewarning you. So I don't know what you just said. If you want to say it again. <laughs> I'll start uh, off here. Yes. The, one of the arguments that came out when the Joker first came out was, oh, this is going to inspire more incel uh, mass shootings or white nationalist stuff. And this is, this is embracing the, this uh, anarchist state. Uh, you didn't hear that with the, the Dark Knight, which is weird. But, uh, well, the other thing that didn't seem as realistic, but, and, and that's just one of the many things people are saying, but with the point that everybody is missing is that it's, it's the media, mm-hmm. basically this whole thing explains how Trump got elected. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> Seriously. I just, just take a lunatic. Uh, the media portrays him a certain way. All of a sudden people start worshiping him and then it's, it's, uh, okay, let's, let's bomb Iraq. You know, and it's how he's going to get reelected. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not. Well, what I'm saying is, is the film is. I think we all really, know that's coming. Really, it's not that like one character does something that becomes a movement. That's not it. It's this movement springs up independently because of this other psychosis existing in society. It's society's madness. The media, politics. That's a form of society's madness, and that in turn looks to true madness for a leader. And it's hmm. kind of what happened. It's not yeah. about him starting something. It's about something starting him. Yeah. No. All valid. Um, oh. So let's talk about its nominations. Has quite a few of them. All right. You want me to run those down? Yeah. I got the list right here. And if you want, you can very briefly talk about what it's up against. Oh, I don't. If you, if you have 11, it in front of you. There's 11 nominees. Okay. Let's, let's just... 
<laughs> okay. It's best. It's best picture, right? Yes. Best director, obviously. Obviously. Uh, I'm just gonna say right now, this is I, I, like I said last episode. Right now, my my choice for best picture is tied between this and Parasite. Okay. All right. I I agree. Okay. I, from everything uh, I've seen so far, I agree with that. Now, uh, best director, it's also up for, and that's up against uh, Parasite. 1917 Irishman and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think I think it's only competition is potentially Parasite for best director. I haven't seen 1917 or The Irishman yet, so I want to wait until I see those to make my I, call I, on that. I agree. I agree. I hear I hear 1917 uh is uh, is supposed to be amazing. Uh, I'm sure. Well, I mean, uh, it's a war film. I like those. I know you don't, but Nope. You know, I I liked Dunkirk. I didn't see what all the hype was about, but okay. Um, next, uh, best act, best actor, Joaquin Phoenix. That's he's a lock. There's no nobody. I've who's he who's he up against? Because he's, it doesn't he's matter. Up against, he's up against Antonio Banderas in Pain and Glory, which I no. haven't seen yet. Uh, Adam Driver in Marriage Story, which is not going to happen. I haven't even haven't seen it. And um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, not going to happen. And Jonathan Price and the Two Popes. Haven't seen it. No idea. No, no. There's, there's no way. There's nobody. Uh, there's nobody. He's up against that is taking this Oscar away. I from hope him. he gets because that'll piss people off even more. I love Good. it. Just as much as uh, the Casey Affleck, maybe more. Uh, more, more, because that was just moral outrage. This is artistic. People are even crazier about that. Okay. Um, next. Now it's also up for best adapted screenplay. Okay. And that's up against Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Little Women, and the Two Popes. I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit, but something tells me that wins it this year. I I love the Joker, but I, I think right now my choice is Jojo Rabbit. Okay. Cinematography? Um, cinematography, we are... Um, yeah, that's next. We're looking at 1917, The Irishman, The Lighthouse, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Now, you've seen The Lighthouse. I have not seen The Lighthouse yet. Oh, oh, that's right. You were going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I have to watch. Yeah, I know. I almost watched. I mean, I'm going to watch it anyway, but. um, It's the only Oscar this film is nominated for. And at the moment, I think it's the most deserving. Oh, The Lighthouse? Yeah, I see that winning. Or Or it should win. Or it should. Okay. I have again. I haven't seen 1917 or Irishman yet, but so far, well, Lighthouse. I'm betting. I'm I'm betting Joker and 1917 are the only other two films that would even give the Lighthouse competition for that. And I haven't seen the Lighthouse yet. Possibly. Um, okay. Right, best next. achievement in costume design. Is there is the a next period? One? Is there a period film on that list? <laughs> Little Women. Uh, yeah, that's that's the one. That's going to win. I've already, yeah. Yeah, I've already called that as well. Yeah. Uh, let me just make sure I'm right about that because I'm doing that from memory. Costume design. Yeah, Little Women's there. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That, that's that's it. We're done. You don't have to talk about yeah. the rest of that category. I wanted to make sure I was I wasn't mixing up with makeup and hairstyling, uh, okay. which doesn't have a period piece in there. That's uh, that's peculiar. Yeah, well, well, there's let me, let me restate that. There's no Victorian era there because that okay. would be a hands down win. Um, but Joker's up against Bombshell. 1917, Judy, and Maleficent. Mistress of Evil. I guess it's a sequel. It is. Okay. 
And it's only because Angelina Jolie has a lot of prosthetics on her face, or at least her cheeks. Um, I don't know. Makeup and hairstyling? I don't care. Maybe maybe this film gets it. It has quite a bit of it. If I was going right. to make a guess, I'd say Judy, just because it has to do with Hollywood in a, in a certain time period. True. All right, next. Uh, next, yes, sir. Slowing down. Um, music, <laughs> original score. Oh, okay. What else is in that one? It, uh, you know what? And honestly, when I looked at that, I don't even remember the score because I was so focused on the film. I need to rewatch it again just to listen to the score more. Uh, you know what? Little... I, I got to agree with you on that. Yeah. I, 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 it just totally, I mean, I know there's music because my surround sounds uh, it, it, were going crazy, but I can't even tell you what it sounded like. I was so focused yeah. on the film. I, I really, and that's, and honestly, for me, that's a sign of a great s- soundtrack. Sure. Or a great score. Yeah, uh, so that's up against 1917, okay. Little Women, hmm. Marriage Story, and Star Wars. Rise of the Skywalker. You know what? I, I Just based on those films, I think Joker gets score. Really? Yeah. Nothing else. Star sta- Wars is a safe bet? No. I really don't. Hmm. I don't think anyone gives a fuck about Star Wars anymore. I know, I know. From, I never from, did. from an award so, standpoint, well, that's, that's a lie. I from an 10. award stamp, yeah. From an award standpoint, I don't think anyone fucking cares. Yeah, I, I can I can see what you're saying there. Um, and then all we got left is uh, film editing. Okay. Which we talked about last episode as well. It's up against Ford versus Ferrari, Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, and Parasite. I think I might still go Ford versus Ferrari on that one. There's a lot of fast moving. Uh, paste uh, cuts and mm-hmm. that's always perceived whether it is or not hard to do and movies like that tend to win those now you it's 1917 is also in the film editing i think i said that yeah uh no no, no. That, it's okay not. that's interesting because war films usually get th- those kind of nominations yeah. as well uh so what's left uh mixing sound mixing and sound editing that's the last two. Yeah, I um, believe that's going to go to 1917. So that's just well, my not, guess. Yeah. 1917, Ford versus Ferrari, Joker, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood are in both of those categories. The only difference is sound mixing has Ad Astra, and sound editing has Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker. Yeah, I'm, I'm going 1917 in both. All right, I haven't seen that yet. So I'm I haven't either, on. but like I said in the last episode, there was a featurette that was specifically talking about how amazing the sound is. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I zoned out during that whole thing. I apologize. <laughs> uh, I'm deeply hurt. <laughs> and uh, you bastard. It wasn't on purpose. Great, thank you. This is who I, I call. This is who I call my it. closest friend. Everyone. <laughs> I didn't say. I didn't say you. You froze up right now. You know what? I'm fucking happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> can you hear me now? I can hear you now. I was saying. I, I was saying. I wasn't saying it was your fault. I was saying it was my fault. Okay. <laughs> bad on uh, me, not bad on you. All right. So. Um, oh. Without going any further into the film and giving anything away. Oh, just uh, Gyllenhaal's performance, 
It reminded me of the machinist because he lost all that weight. Not Gyllenhaal. You mean Joaquin Phoenix? The other one, the other. And you're thinking of Christian Bale and the machinist. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Christian Bale's machinist, but but like the weight he lost for this role, and just his performance is fucking balls to the wall. Oh yeah, no, no. I mean, he's always been he's always been considered um, a method actor. He's always done it that way. And he mm-hmm. just, again, it, he went all in with this. Um, he did another film that I haven't seen yet that I've been wanting to. And that, and that one was called um, You Were Never Really Here. Oh, I think that's yeah. the one where the little girl gets kidnapped and he goes to go get her. Every time I look at that, I was like, oh, how come I haven't watched that yet? Yes, yes. Man. Uh, I mean, but his... All the performances of this film are great. His is spectacular. Robert De Niro, I don't know why anybody's been mentioning Robert De Niro. He pretty much walks through the film. He might as well yeah. join Brad Pitt. And, <laughs> um, dude, I got to tell you, we may have seen all this before, but and I, we were halfway through this film, or we were near the end of the film. I say, I turned to Jack, uh, my British nanny, and I, I said, you know, <laughs> 30 years ago, Tim Burton wrote his first draft of the screenplay for Batman that had the Joker as a kid with clown makeup with a machine gun in an ice cream truck drive by and kill Batman's parents. <laughs> now we have this. It's yeah. fucking amazing what happens in 30 years. Absolutely. Insane. Think if, think if Burton was able to get that done 30 years well, ago. You, it's called it's called Batman 2. <laughs> wow! What, what was that? Batman Returns. Batman Returns. Yeah. Yeah, because that's where the things he wanted to do in the first film, like have the like have the Joker launch a Christmas tree into space. <laughs> After the first one was so good, everyone's like, "Yeah, yeah, just do whatever the fuck you want, Tim." The, you know the Matrix effect. No, right. Yeah, but gee, how did I get on that? Um, I, 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 oh, well, we're talking about Joaquin the, being amazing. Uh, beyond that. The screenplay. This this is de- this has to win, best play, and you know why? Why? Uh, you Reading broke up. Comic books. Oh yeah. Motherfucker. Am I here? You are there. I am. I'm, I've been reading comic books for decades. I've been watching superhero films since before they were good, and I got to tell you, this is the first Batman film I've ever seen, and probably the first Batman anything I've ever seen. That makes sense as to why a billionaire had his family in a fucking alley at night. Uh, yeah. No, you're fucking absolutely right. You're absolutely right. This is the first time where it's like, oh, it's not a cliche setup for a mugging. It's, <laughs> it's like, and I, that's all I'm going to say. But I was, I, I was like cheering inside. I was like, this fucking makes sense. Finally. <laughs> Finally. And I loved. I had ideas of how they were going to tie the t- Batman and Joker together when I when they started mentioning uh-huh. uh, the father, and I was I was wrong. And I love how they do it in the film. It is not cheesy. It's also again, it's almost like the universe or Gotham, just like saying, you know what, you're going to be my new plaything. And just yeah. I, I love it. Everything about this film is fucking awesome. Yeah, it, I. I, yeah, I mean, the ending, you know, not to give anything away, we're not, but the ending is good, too. It just delves into just 
and it can set up it set itself up to be in in the DC universe, or it can be a standalone film. It could stay there, and that's where they, it'll be. Supposedly, and I don't know why. Supposedly, the fact that the DC logo showed at the end of the film uh, somehow signals that it's a closed movie and it's not part of the other film universes. I, I don't. Maybe. I, I mean, I have no idea where that came from. I don't know if that's like well known and that's the first time i've heard of it i have no idea well listen, but it made a billion dollars huh it made a billion dollars you yeah. can't you can't fucking deny the, how successful it was hold on literally right literally Didn't it literally make a billion dollars it literally made a billion dollars that's i just want to underline that literally uh, my dollars. closest friend everyone just want to let you know that why what i do <laughs> What? I, you're, no, I, I was you were making, what you said. I wasn't. Oh, I thought you were making fun of me. <laughs> no, geez, twice now. You think? I, no, I, I'm saying it's like it's you, you. Usually, that's like a turn of phrase, like a billion dollars. Oh, like, right. you, I'm like, no, you, Joey's not exaggerating. It made a billion fucking dollars. Yeah, uh, rated R two. Um, it made almost a hundred million. Wait, it's it made it made ninety six million its opening weekend for an R rated film, uh, which is the largest. Want to see it? Well, it well, hey. I mean, it's not the largest R-rated film opening uh, ever, but the fact that it did that and the fact that it made a billion dollars, that's pretty impressive. Um, so, you know what? Warner Brothers may say that it is a closed book, it is done, but I would not be surprised if Wonky Phoenix reprises his role as a Joker in a future Batman film down the road. I really do. Maybe mm-hmm. not the maybe not the first one, the one that Matt Reeves is doing uh, called The Batman, but it that film alone is going to be successful, and you know there's going to at least be two or three uh, uh, films in that. Joaquin Phoenix, I'm saying it now, steps in as the Joker in one of those movies. Well, he just he does. He, I I think it's up in the air, but I know one thing. If this was a Marvel movie and Disney was at the helm, they'd already have like four sequels planned out. Like uh, this, after that opening weekend. Th- that's true. And oversaturation is never good. Not for anything. No, exactly. Have you but, seen but, their well, next phases for Marvel? I am not interested in just about anything. It's another Morbius. Who the fuck cares about Morbius? I fucking... Jesus Christ. Really? I, I saw that trailer from the people that brought you Spider-Man Far From Home and Homecoming. It's like, you. I don't care. I don't care. And they're saying that it is absolutely in the same universe. Uh, it's like very much like the Venom film where it's uh, like that was done by Sony and all that. Um, uh-huh. Like there's a spot there's a, or a shot where he's running... And in the background, it shows a, a movie po- or a poster that uh, has Spider-Man's picture on it that says "Murderer," which uh-huh. ties into Carnage, the, right? The, uh, not Carnage. It ties no? in. That's that's uh, Venom, I believe. Um, it ties into the previous Spider-Man film. Oh, well, I haven't they're, seen. They're, it. They are supposed to be making a Carnage film with Woody Harrelson. Well, which... wait, Carnage is Venom. No. No, I because I said Carnage, you said no, it's Venom. No, no. I was saying that was in the film Venom. The Carnage. Uh, wasn't Carnage revealed in the film Venom? Was it? I don't remember. I thought it was. I thought it was the after uh, credit scene. You know what? They they pulled the same shit 
and this like mock shock and surprise like when De when uh, Deadpool for example says oh uh, a, a lot of money so who the fuck do you think is watching the PG ones asshole <laughs> seriously come on I it's like yeah the Joker oh yeah first R-rated horror biggest R-rated horror film you know it wouldn't be the biggest R-rated horror film release if you started making more R-rated fucking horror superhero films it ain't that hard you're not alienating that much of an audience yeah yeah, yeah. your your demographic is what the uh, 35 to 50 uh, or 35 to 50 age bracket for R-rated superhero films anyway or I should well, just say superhero that, films we're the ones that fucking built this empire motherfucker the nineties was the biggest circulation of comedy. It actually imploded because they were releasing so many because of the of the demand from us. Yeah, true. true. Motherfucker. Gen <laughs> X. Gen X, bitch. That's right. Uh, that's why you've got that's why you have Avengers Endgame. Fucking welcome. <laughs> Alright, so let's look at its IMDB rating. We are currently uh, we are currently in 8.6. Another one. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Parasite was also 8.6. Uh, yeah. On on an insane 626,000 votes. That is a high, high vote turnout for a film that's only three months old. Yeah, now so. and this one, top rated films, this one is uh, lower than Parasite, which was in the 20s. This one's at 32 which I blame mainly for the negative backlash the film's been getting from oh, yeah. uh, certain groups. Yeah, and they're like what I call, like what I like to call wrong. <laughs> <laughs> really, really, this film is fucking amazing. Yes. And for all the people that don't like the film, for all those different reasons. Didn't hear anything of that. For all you for all the people the, for all the people that don't like the film for all the different reasons, go. The last line of the film is the answer to them. You fuck! You nailed that one. That is right. I know that that one. Yes, I and am. And you there. don't think they knew that when they put it in there? Of course they did. Yeah, I'm telling you, this movie is fucking smart. Everything about this film is smart, and yeah. it's. Just fucking great. So where are we going? We going to ten on this, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm going ten, and and yeah. I'm sure that's gonna piss somebody off. And good. <laughs> Fuck y'all. So without seeing the other films, uh, I, I'm in total agreement with you. Parasite or Joker? If either one of them won, I would be ecstatic. Um, and I'm wondering if they do go Joker, because this comic book film is realistically and probably the only real shot a comic book film is ever going to have at a best picture win yeah, if they yeah, stick to yeah. the formula of the traditional dc and marvel formula for comic book films those may get nominated but realistically they'll never win a film like this def definitely has a real shot at winning hey i i, I thought watchmen was had a good shot that was the last time a, a comic book film had a, a shot as yeah. good as this well i mean it wasn't and and nominated for what? best picture but it was snubbed if you ask I thought me it was no it wasn't watchman wasn't uh i can look it up but i'm pretty sure 
It wasn't nominated it for was. Best Picture. No. That's after they went to 10, though, right? Or no, that's before they went to 10. Before they did what? Went to 10 nominees. Oh, um, no, it was that year. Watchmen came out in 09. No, not the TV show. I know it's the most recent thing. Jesus Christ. Uh, Watchmen came out March of 09. It was totally snubbed. It didn't get oh. any Oscar nominations at all. Man, I mean, it did my, get my, some my... outside of there, like uh, uh, Saturn Award. Uh, it won for Best Fantasy Film. Um, uh, the BMI F uh, Film Music Award. It won for Best Score. I, I apologize. Um, Apparently, my memory of the past is becoming a fantasy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, and you know what? And uh, when you say this film is the closest shot to a comic book film getting an Oscar, uh, Best Picture Oscar. Yeah. Whatever you said. Whatever what about, you said. What about Black didn't... Panther? What? Since you got cut off, but we, I got the tail end of that, uh, I don't think Black Panther had a shot at all. No. Was nominated, that's what I was say. but yeah. That's what I was saying when you couldn't hear me was there's going to be people that are going to say, hey, uh, best um, closest shot a comic book film has to getting a Best Picture Oscar, what about Black Panther? And my response is, what, what about, about Black it? Panther? Yeah, what about it? Yeah, I, like, I don't... Avatar had a, a better shot of winning Best Picture than fucking Black Panther. Definitely, yeah. Black again liked the movie. Uh, yeah, not an Oscar. I liked it, Sorry. but should never have been nominated. Stop it now. All right, let's end this shit. I'm tired. Uh, yeah, yeah, we got we got to run. Uh, we got to run. To watch. Yep. All right, let's do it. All right, everybody. Episode. Episode 318 of Movie Sucktastic. Uh, go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. Uh, download or listen to the show there. Tune in live every Thursday at 8 o'clock. Go to iTunes. You can download or listen to the show there as well. If you want to leave us email, the address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. If you want to leave us voicemail, the number is 908-514-4470. You can also go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. And you can download the 100% free Android app for your Android devices. Everything I said is in it. It's 100% free. You should absolutely get it. Do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? Is it just me or is it getting crazier out there? <laughs> nice. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week when we will either review two or three Oscar films in a night. Because what the fuck? We don't have time for this shit. Nine nominees? <laughs> Dear Let God. me die. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.